1: day yay. here on the Western Walker show sports radio 92.7 WFNZ it is in NFL super wild card Saturday but there's always college basketball always college football news going down so let's get right to it it is time for the campus counter oh okay there we go we got the basketball music all right but we're going to start out with a little bit of football news the latest in the Alabama coaching search Latest from the team at ESPN, Washington coach Kalen DeBoer is the focus of Alabama Search Now. This was dropped by Pete Thamel two minutes ago. So this is the latest, latest, latest with some clarity expected in the near future because Mike Norvell has just signed an extension with the Florida State program. He will average $10 million a year for the next eight seasons, as is Steve Sarkeesian. So those are two more prospects that will be out on the Alabama job Clemson fans are you getting nervous I'm not really nervous right now because I think it's going to be DeBoer if I read the tea leaves correctly I think it's probably going to be him but if they strike out on him then I think it might be spooky
2: hours in Clemson yeah it's going to be tough to try to figure out now if you kind of how many coaching candidates would you have uh, striked out on I mean, it struck out on, I should say. I, don't, I can speak English sometimes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, how many guys would you not be able to land that you initially wanted to? So that would be interesting. And I think it goes to show you, man, like, look, I, we talked about the best jobs in college football yesterday, right? Like, why is Dan Lanning deciding not to come to Alabama when he has that opportunity? because he wants to stick with Oregon, where you see Oregon churn out a bunch of coaches that eventually use that as kind of a stepping stool, where it be Mario Cristobal using that to go to Miami, whether it be a Chip Kelly going back a little bit further, using that to go to the NFL. I mean, we've had a lot of history now with Oregon producing really solid coaches, them using the Ducks program to go somewhere else, and also you can see them get to a championship game a couple of different times. Now, they didn't win it, but they at least have the opportunity. Oregon's a good job. And Dan Lanning is like, hey, I might as well just stay here and continue to rake in on the cash and not have the expectations that come with taking that Alabama job. And now you have other guys that might be turning down the roll-tide job because of everybody that is crazy in Tuscaloosa expecting you to win a championship. We'll see if DeBoer is that guy, but if they strike out on him, you're right. I mean, it, it you're starting to go to what? Playing D E F. If you're Alabama and you're striking out on the first four options,
1: yeah, because we know the the Bear Bryant and the Gene Stallings years. But since 1990, before Nick Saban got there, they had seven double-digit win seasons. So it was a program, and when they had the experience and the guys to be able to get double-digit wins, they did. But it's not nearly the just wild success they had under Nick Saban. Fitty, do you have thoughts? On this Bama coaching search and why they haven't found that guy yet, or do you think DeBoer is going to be the guy?
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know if he's going to be the guy. I mean, if, they, if everyone keeps telling them no, I know that he, he might really rise up the ladder. It makes sense, right? Because like, cause imagine on the basketball side of things, if, if Carolina and Duke wouldn't have uh, kept their, how, their, their hires in-house you're following legends and you as great as a job as it is it's also a job that if you don't win you don't succeed you get fired very quickly and so there's pressure there um or most of these coaches outside of maybe Dabo at clemson none of these coaches have ever coached in a pressure pack situation like alabama uh, is going to be for them and with Debore, like i know he's coming off two good years at washington and i know his track record speaks to winning but I wonder how that would go over in Tuscaloosa, hiring a guy from the West Coast that's, ne- that's never won a national championship but did take a team to a national championship game. Like, I feel like they want to get someone sexy, but all the sexy guys, well, they're kind of taken already.
1: Well, from a lot of the fans and what I've seen and what I've heard from some analysts, a lot of them are in on DeBoer. They think yeah. that he is uh, going to be a home run higher for them if they're able to get him, and a lot of the Alabama fans are too. A lot of them are out on Dabo Sweeney being the coach as far as Alabama fans are concerned. They don't want that at all. But they
2: are—they seem to be pretty
1: receptive to DeBoer being the coach.
2: Well, I mean, you're talking about an impressive just two-year run at Washington. And think about all the talent that he gets in Washington. You're talking about wide receivers that are going to be projected first-round picks. You're going with Michael Penix, who didn't win the Heisman, but had a phenomenal year and was in the Heisman running. And two years' time, you only lose three games combined. One of them was in the championship game. So you're not only showing that you can get talent, whether you're recruiting it, but you can get it in the transfer portal, which matters quite a bit. And also, you're developing the talent that you get, whether it be in high school or through the transfer portal. Yeah, I think DeBoer, even if it's not your first option, it's still a good one that Alabama would be able to land if they indeed do so.
1: Well, last thing I'll say, too, is that I think a lot of these coaches, too, they know, as you said yesterday, the expectations are crazy. And this is the new SEC. This ain't your dad's SEC. Okay, This is going to be stocked and loaded with big games every single weekend. Now, to go with the theme of the music that is playing college basketball this weekend in the ACC, North Carolina plays Syracuse. Tar of have won 16 of their 22 games against Cuse, including 12 of the last 14. They're in the middle of a five, or not in the middle, they're in the midst of a five-game win streak after they blasted NC State. They'll go to Cuse to take on Judah Mintz, which leads Syracuse, 18 and a half points per game JJ Stalin Chris Ball, Chris Bell and Malik Brown all average double figures but after those guys only two more players average five points per game so not a lot of depth there for the orange they've scored 80 points in five of their past seven games do we think that
2: Syracuse offers any resistance to the red hot? Tar Heels. What do you think, Fitty? You think uh, the Tar Heels are in danger this weekend?
0: I would say no because in their two ACC road losses, Syracuse lost by 22 at Virginia and 20 at Duke. And I think Carolina clearly better than Virginia as of this moment. And I think right now they're better than Duke. And also Carolina hasn't been at home, you know, since December 29th. And this is their second home game since December 4th. I think you'll be playing in front of an inspired crowd that's ready to cheer on a top 10 team. They're ready to be back at home and start playing better. So I think it'll be a game in the first half, but by we get to the middle part of the second half, that team that's ranked number seven in the country won't look the part. Syracuse is
2: a team that is probably beating all of the teams they're supposed to and losing to all of the teams they're supposed to. I expect that trend to continue against North Carolina. Their they loss... feel
0: they, they feel a lot like Hubert Davis's first team at Carolina where they're winning the games they're supposed to. When they go on the road, they get blown out. Yeah, They're going to need a win like this to really build an instillate tournament resume.
2: So two losses at the beginning of the season. Seventh-ranked Tennessee, 11th-ranked Gonzaga at the time a loss on the road to Virginia where they get blown out by 20. Usually if the Cavaliers lose, they're getting beat by 20. It was the opposite there, and then they lose to Duke on the road by 20. And so I expect maybe not a blowout. Syracuse, I like Judah Mintz enough to give them a little bit of leeway here. That they don't, dance. Yeah, but I expect North Carolina to win and probably by double digits.
1: All right, well, the Blue Devils will be looking for some get-back this weekend since they lost to Georgia Tech, a loss that had everybody scratching their heads. They've won seven straight games. They enter Saturday's game now 12-3 and overall, 3-1 and in ACC play. Georgia Tech has lost three straight ACC games coming into this game, including losing Tuesday by 7 to Notre Dame. Do we feel like Duke could be on upset alert this weekend?
2: No, I don't think so. Remember, Proctor goes out early in that game. He played just a few seconds and then immediately goes out with injury. End of the game that Duke lost, 72-68. to 68. Against the Yellow Jackets, Filipowski's really starting to come into his own again. So I think Filipowski playing at a lot better level. You also have McCain playing very well. I know we talked about him possibly being the X factor. Yes. And the bench is going off. And they're only a little more experienced now compared to that Georgia Tech game. I don't think that the Yellow Jackets win this one.
1: All right. Well, my Demon Deacons will take on Virginia offensively wake is the only school in division one to have three players averaging 16.9 points per game or more on the season and they will also are their fourth in the league and 50th in the country in field goal percentage shooting 47.7 percent from the field overall duke not duke the demon deacons are fifth in the league in scoring margin beating teams by an average of 11.1 points virginia has won 10 of its last 11 games against wake forest has a five game road winning streak in the season and you know in the series that is uva ranks first nationally in turnovers per game their secondary scoring defense you would expect that from them but offensively they've struggled reese beekman having a solid season but the Virginia Cavaliers are not the Virginia Cavaliers that we're used to. Does Wake get back in the win column this weekend?
2: Yeah, I think they do. I, You know, maybe it's just because of my preconceived notions about Virginia coming in that I give them a chance to. Plus, it's still Tony Bennett. Like, I don't think Virginia is talent less. I did think Virginia was going to have... Maybe I'll even say a lot. Like, I thought their start was going to be better than what it was. And if they did lose even all of these games that they have, I certainly didn't expect them to lose consistently by 20 points with some of these L's that they're taking. Yeah, Wake Forest, I like Steve Forbes. Great offensive mind. I think they're a really talented basketball team. I think Wake Forest is too talented to lose two games in a row, especially to what I think are worst basketball teams this year.
1: Yeah, I think the same thing. And I think if Wake is going to be the type of team that we're – Thinking they could be, this is the type of game that they have to win. But I do think Wake Forest uh, gets back in the win column. What say you, Joshua?
0: Game in Charlottesville or is the game in game in Winston Salem, baby. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Wake Forest wins because the game's at home. I don't know, and you couldn't go on the road and beat Florida State. I don't think you go on the road and beat Virginia, but Virginia needs this game, and so I do think it's going to be a hard-pressed 40-minute battle for Wake Forest and. Hopefully they rebound after letting me down the other night losing at Florida State.
1: All right. Uh, Boston, <laughs> Boston College will take on Clemson. Clemson has lost three straight ACC games to Miami, North Carolina, and Virginia Tech. Boston College, man, they're feisty. Uh, I'm going to try to give Clemson the benefit of the doubt, man, but they are – I'm losing faith in them by
2: the game. I'll go with Clemson. I expect them to get it better, but, you know, they're certainly disappointing right now.
1: Yeah, I thought they would, but Virginia Tech put it on. I'm he, do they get back.
0: Are any of y'all surprised at this Clemson three-game losing streak? Like, like, let's be honest. Like, I know they've got talent, but, like, this is Clemson basketball. They play well in November. They play well in December. They get into conference play, and they get beat more often than not. I think they win simply because they've got more dudes than Boston College has um, because all, all, all the Eagles have is Quentin Post. walker male.
1: Your Charlotte 49ers will head down to San Antonio, Texas, the place where Charles Barkley said they're nothing but big women that eat too many churros down there. That's
2: true. Do they get a victory against Texas, (laughs) San Antonio? You think I'm going to go against them? I'm going with Charlotte
1: once more. I think you would pick Charlotte against the um, Boston Celtics. I would.
2: I have a lot of pride. I I have a lot of 49er pride. No, they they have two wins in a row. I think – I really like the way that they responded after an emotional win. The fact that they get that win against FAU, winning by a bucket, you could see how emotional they were afterwards. They were... Really hyped up after that one. And so a lot of people were going against them because of that emotional win. But they win by almost double digits against Tulsa. So both those games were at home. We'll see what they can do on the road. They lost two games on the road before this two-game winning streak. But, yeah, man, give me Charlotte. I have no reason to pick against them against Texas San Antonio.
1: I'm like you, man. I'm always rooting for the Niners. I'm going to go with the Niners video. Are you going to complete the triangle here?
0: Um... You know what? Yep, I'll pick Charlotte just to be in good spirit because I told Walker last week they had a chance to beat FAU. He didn't want to believe me, but he believes me now. Give me the Niners. On I the just road. I
2: picked him. I picked him against FAU, right? Yeah, but I we think know maybe you're gonna I pick him it. against anybody. So yeah, I that's don't true. know how much. Did you pick, pick him
0: to beat him last week? I don't know. I hope Walker I did, picks
1: the 49ers against everybody pretty much, so you know that you know he's always gonna go with the green baby.